0: Like twin sons on a romp, huh? <laughs> Like twin sons on a romp. Oh no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> keep yeah. this in, keep this in.
1: No, oh,
2: no. Yes. Hey,
0: if you want to edit Corey, you can, you can do it.
2: Oh, you don't need to edit. We're live from the Tumbling Saber studio. <laughs>
0: Like twin sons on a womp rat's tail, welcome back to the Tumbling Saber Podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Well, 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 we're back after a a busy week. And, you know, we've got a busy week on tap, or busy podcast on tap here. We've got a little bit of, I don't know if we call it news, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, A new episode of The Bad Batch, and a would-you-rather that will definitely tie you guys up in knots. And, uh, of course, I'm sure we're going to imbue this whole episode with our patented brand of nonsense as we always tend to do uh so let's 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 dig into this nonsense let's see what's going on man carlos how's uh, your week been what's up it's been good man just uh heavy work
3: schedule and uh just working on uh like all the pre-production stuff uh beyond the actual songwriting for my new album and it's it's kind of stressful but you know uh fun times
0: good keeping busy yeah. with the fun projects
2: i see Trying, trying. Good.
0: Corey, what's what's uh, what's your week been up
2: to? Well, <laughs> busy, man. Same as you. Uh, let's just say we're all exhausted. Busy work week. Uh, you know, We've got a holiday tomorrow, but that always takes a lot of planning work-wise to even try and get a day off. So it's a bit of a catch-22 there. So anyway, yeah, other than that, still working in the backyard, man. I, uh, I, I literally shoveled three tons of gravel today into a wheelbarrow and I put all that rock into basically the giant hole that I dug, <laughs> but I rented an excavator, man. That was kind of cool. That was, uh, I played with that, uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. So that was kind of interesting. I was like, Oh, I wasn't looking forward to it. But then after about 10 minutes, I was like, Oh yeah, get out of my way. <laughs> like,
0: digging holes. I'm get out of my way.
2: Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> But uh, yeah, other than that, scored some more lobster again today. Can't go wrong. Seven ninety nine, uh, seven seventy nine a pound.
0: Murderer, you're, like, okay. I mean, you're a mass murderer. Uh,
2: whatever, someone's got to eat them. Yeah, yeah. I, I,
3: you're you're pr- pretty much picking up the slack from me because I haven't touched one yet.
2: Yeah, tonight wasn't pretty though. I went for the kill, and uh, I don't know. Somehow it survived. I was like, <sighs>
3: oh.
2: I was like, oh. are you sure it's not just nerves? And I was like, nope. This guy's still going. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Just dunk him in the water. Just yeah, put him in. That, That's just, where it comes to at that yeah, point. Just
3: put him in. Like,
2: Anyway, like, so that's, that's been fun. But uh, <laughs> Star Wars related, Star Wars related, is it nine o'clock? No. Watch your alarm, Carlos. It's coming, soon. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah. Star Wars related. Uh, my son, right? He, cause it definitely, definitely because of the Bad Batch. 100% inspired by the Bad Batch. But the kids watched Clone Wars with me in the past maybe not every episode but he's watched a lot of it and he enjoyed it but he was young he was maybe like six now he's nine and it was like of no like I didn't push him toward it like sometimes he's he gets in my face like you, you everything's about Star Wars man <laughs> so I don't I don't push on him you know I let him let it like Pokemon and whatever he wants to do I'll, I'll, I'll support him right so now I'm sure, again, it's the Bad Batch, but he's already, like, smoked all of Season 1, uh, half of EPSA Season 2. So, like, I'm I'm catching up with him sporadically when I have a chance when he's not at his mom's place, right? Like, so, when he's over, he's like, he's yeah, so, like, yeah, totally going to check on an episode. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, where are you at? And he's just, it's it's amazing to share that with him because he's, like, really into it and loving it and, like, understanding now, and he keeps telling me that this is his Star Wars, you know what I mean? <laughs> like every generation has like he's like you know the movies like whatever like he, he's not a big fan of the prequels the sequels he kind of liked and but he's like this is my star wars and the mandalorian and that's uh, crazy it's but it's, it's cool to see him go through that and to share it with him and him too many he asked me like straight up like he looks at me he goes who's your favorite jedis like aside from like all the regular ones and i'm like Klo Koon and Kit Fisto. He's like, oh
1: my God, me too.
2: <laughs> and then the other day on the way home, we're riding from, uh, picking him up from the bus, right? And he just looks at me, he's like, okay, he's like, aside from like Boba Fett and Cad Bane, who is your, like, one of your favorite bounty hunters? And I just look at him, I'm like, Embo. He's like, oh my God, so cool. <laughs> he was freaking out, man. Like, seriously, like hitting me, you know, like, I love that guy. He's so cool. And he's like, talking to him like, burr, burr, burr. like so excited, and so I was like excited for him. You know, it's awesome. Star Wars rules, man. Yeah, Star Wars is all right. <laughs> it's okay. I
0: mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye
2: <laughs> bye. It's just a great excuse for me too to get to to watch some more Clone Wars too. It's great.
0: Yeah, I mean, not not you don't really need an excuse to watch it. You just,
2: just no, throw it but on, I mean, you know, just put it on, Cory. Yeah. Oh, well, there's the there's the one TV in the house right now, so like you that. got a you got a TV in your pocket. Yeah, oh, that's that's kind of rude. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the we my my girlfriend and I like the she she's watched it with me, not the entire show, uh, Like she watched the latest season seven and all that. And she enjoyed it. Okay, good.
0: good, good. That's great.
2: And 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 she's watching the Bad oh, Batch. Great. She thinks Omega's annoying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Omega can be annoying like stay put kid I'm going to put a leash around your neck I have, a tr- I have trouble with Omega and I'll tell you what it is was she raised by the clones or by uh,
3: by the o- the ostriches
0: yeah like- <laughs> I think I think she was basically raised by long neck and the uh, so then
3: why does she have a New Zealand accent which I is think- way more pronounced than any of the clones
0: it it's very heavy. You're right. Um, who knows? Maybe she because you, there, there's always
3: there, there's always like a nature versus nurture thing, but accents are learned by learning how to speak, and you learn how to speak by who you're around. So I just find it quite odd that her 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 Jangle Fett accent would be thicker than Django Fett's, having never. And I wouldn't say never, but having not been around the clones as much, and I well, mean she's, that's an assumption. She grew up
2: there, so she's kind of around the clones, probably watching them and yeah. all that stuff.
0: Uh, some I of just... it's probably by osmosis, and if she was any in, in, in some kind of like classroom setting, she, there were probably clones there too.
3: Maybe okay, I, I, I could see that, but your teacher is is who you're learning from, right? So I I don't know. I just find it a little
0: awkward, but well, I, I think it's that way because we're meant to. Ask very speculative questions about, like her her origin, what you know, what where she actually comes from, what her DNA says about her.
3: Yeah, because but then it would be like, hard like, harder to explain w- it, how she's not an actual clone of Jango Fett. Like it, ma- it, just makes it harder to explain that, right?
2: Just me. All
0: right. Yeah. No. No. I I think it's a valid thought. Like. It's- yeah. For <clears> sure.
2: For me. I, I I think she's. I don't know. A, a big part of me thinks that she's a part of Django somehow.
0: I, I, I'm no, I'm. I mean, from me, I'm on the other side where I think she's not a Django clone. And I'll I'll be fine with just okay. The accent comes from osmosis, and she just picked it up because it's it's in her environment, and that's 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 just what she became. I'll be fine. But
2: with But touching that. back what you were saying on earlier there, Kyle. Like, it's so true with her, like. She really reminds me almost of like a, a Looney Tunes character in the sense, like, oh, what's that? A butterfly. Ha, ha, ha. Like, I'm going to go chase it. It's like, Omega. Where did Omega go? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I mean, she was doing that with uh, with the Kaminoans too, right? Like, she would. Uh, uh, na- yeah, she'd disappear nala- all the time. N- namase, Nalase. She was almost Lama like. Too, no? No, Lamasu is the prime minister. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was it was Nala say or something like that. The one like her her immediate sort of guardian caretaker kind of thing, and she was always catching up. Like I thought I told you to stay with me. Like she wandering off seems to be your thing.
2: Anyway, we'll get back to He's Omega. So curious, yeah, for sure. She's curious. She's also uh... lived a sheltered existence.
0: Hey, do we have any uh, Seth Rogen fans in the house?
2: <laughs> love love Seth Rogen, man.
0: <laughs> He's Canadian, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can take him in measured doses. I
3: like, like some... his movies, man. I uh like one of my favorite movies of all time, like extremely underrated, This Is The End.
1: Yeah, Oh, good, that was man. funny.
0: That was funny. Oh, man, just so good. Well, so good. I will uh I will drag it all into the dumps for you with I think it's a it's called American Pickle.
3: Ooh, yeah, he wrote that.
0: Yeah. Ooh, uh,
2: not good. <laughs> I haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> holy So whatever, holy. Man,
2: he they do so many things. Like, yeah, sometimes guys have bombs and whatever, but he's written a lot of good stuff.
0: Yeah. If you, if you have two perfectly good hours that you're like, I want to just waste two hours and regret it. Go watch an American pickle. It's, it's so dumb.
2: <laughs> I love his character in, in Invincible.
0: Oh yeah, the alien.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, "You wrath." It's like, "You mean this isn't Earth?"
0: <laughs>
2: no, you're looking for you wrath.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's. I guess it's hard to hate Seth Rogen.
2: Yeah, he's a likable guy.
0: He seems pretty likable. But yeah, for me, it's it's. I gotta. I got take him in, in sort of bite sized pieces. Otherwise, I just get. I, I heard him on uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend, and I was like, okay, nope, nope i'm not listening to this interview anymore it was it was too much at once
3: really yeah i I laughed so hard man at that interview yeah i just i love conan like i I love conan i love
0: conan that that show that that podcast you know i don't like always supporting the big boys when it comes to podcasting but i love that podcast it's so funny yeah that's good that's good well, so the reason, uh, and I think we wanted to maybe touch on this last week, but we kind of ran out of racetrack. Uh, Carlos, yeah. do you want to preface this thing? <laughs> you go forth.
1: <laughs> <Shit>.
0: <laughs> okay. So Seth Rogen, um, he's got a book out, and in the book, well, it's I think it's a bunch of anecdotal stories, and in one of them, uh, it chronicles the time he met George Lucas, and Georgie went on this whole thing about. How he was sure that the world was going to end in 2012.
3: Yeah, because he was he was basing it on the
2: Mayan calendar thing, right?
0: Yeah, that was all yeah. because of the Mayan calendar, and and
2: he was, was more like about seismic activity and tectonic plates and stuff. No,
0: what's a tectonic plate?
2: Tectonic plate. Okay, okay,
0: there you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus. Technotronic. Yeah, what's the difference? You got the point. <laughs>
0: Yeah no so it, it,
2: it had to do with the Mayans.
0: It had to do with the Mayans yeah. and George Lucas, yeah. according to Seth Rogen, truly believed that the world was going to end, and that's what sort of spurred him to sell Lucasfilm to <laughs> Disney. Because I may as well sell it because I won't be here to enjoy it, so I'm gonna cash out.
3: So he cashed out his four billion, and then the clock turns over, and he's like, "Well ah.
0: shit." <laughs> And it shows by his comments, he regrets it. (laughs) like
1: Yeah. Now,
0: now George says, I, well, I mean, the story is that now George sort of says, I was joking around like, okay, whatever. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, George Lucas is a weird, weird guy. Oh yeah. He's a strange guy. I mean, without him, we've got nothing here. And so I will always love the man. And, uh, yeah, no, I don't. I, but you see, so much of his weird beliefs in the occult and and end times and all that stuff in Indiana Jones. Like, I think that 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 franchise reflects Lucas's sort of beliefs in that kind of thing and his his world view on the occult and religious lore. So, who who would be shocked to learn that George Lucas thought the world was going to end?
2: Do you think that's why he really sold Lucasfilm?
0: I'd say this this this
3: was why I wanted to bring it up. Okay. I'd say there's like a it's a 60/40 that he, it was
0: part of the reason why he sold it. It would not shock me. Not in the yeah. least. I mean part of like part of it is that he's always th- I I think he has said before that he, you know he wanted to, he wasn't going to do another trilogy. It takes up a decade of his life.
2: And he, was, he said he wanted to raise children.
0: He wanted to raise children. He had other movies he wanted to do. He had other projects he wanted to do. And Star a, a trilogy eats up a decade and he didn't feel like it was gonna he was gonna be able to do it. Or if, if he did Star Wars, he couldn't do these other things. So he I kinda sold. wish it
3: would have took JJ a decade. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I have Oh to. boy, poor JJ. <laughs> but anyway, on the other hand, like Lucas has a very bizarre sense of humor. Like you never quite know when he's joking around and he may very well have been joking around. I don't know. Like, but I'm always leery at news like this coming back around when somebody has a book to sell, mm. you know?
3: Yeah, but it's a story. It's, it's a book full of stories. So it's like, it's not like he's banking on this one story to sell his book.
0: But but this is I mean this is a, a you know, like a well known sort of thing that happens in in PR and marketing is and it's common we see it all the time in showbiz where people use their connection to Star Wars or like a journalist interviewer will leverage Star Wars in an interview like talking to Daisy Ridley about her role in Ophelia. Does anybody know that Daisy Ridley was in Ophelia a couple years ago? No because they were too busy talking about Star Wars in the interview that was supposed to be about Ophelia. At least that's always what the headline was. Mm -hmm. So whenever an actor has, or somebody has a project remote, the interviewer slips in a question about Star Wars, that becomes the headline, that becomes the thing that, oh, oh, and they're actually selling a book, or they're in another movie. Hmm. It's a a tried and true practice, and this is just, to me, another slice of that pie. Then again... (laughs) Then <laughs> maybe Lucas was looking to cash out and take some of those Star Wars bucks and build himself a, a ship to get away from all this. You know,
2: I, 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 I love the way the the reason I know the story's true is just Seth Rogen was like, "Yo, can you build us like a crazy spaceship and take take us with you?" And Lucas was just like, "No," <laughs> like for straight up no. I could so see it in my head, you know.
0: But Lucas also know like fine, Luke, George, you're gonna build yourself a ship. Where are you gonna go? Where are you going, George? If you, and and George always in the interview boasted that he knows science. Well, if he, he then you know that there's no planet that you can ever possibly reach that would sustain you or your family or your future generations. Where are you gonna go? You're gonna float around the Earth.
2: Well, he didn't say that. Seth Rogen, I think, to ask him like like yo, like if you have like a ship or something, can you take us with you? I think Lucas just looked at him like he was an idiot, you know?
0: Well, I know, but, like, if if Lucas was planning to build a ship and leave before 2012, where was he going to go with it? Nowhere.
2: A galaxy far, far away. Where? Where? Just imagine, Kyle.
0: He'd die on the ship before he got a tenth of the way there. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: not the way the... the... (laughs) what is it speed of plot yeah
0: work? yeah let's out someone tell george that uh, the actual real world doesn't move at speed of plot
2: <laughs> well maybe that's his key
0: oh boy anyway if you've seen his his um maybe he took that money and said well okay you know what uh, i guess the world didn't end i'm gonna build a museum and i'll just use my ship designs to build a museum because they that his museum looks like a ship i like, get looks like it's ready to shoot out of a naboo hangar have you seen that thing
2: no.
0: Google the uh, Lucas Museum of Narrative Art and you go, oh man he was planning on open building yet? a ship I think so you, really, you'll, look, eh? you'll look at it and be like yep, that guy was totally planning to build a ship to get out of here and he just uh, he adapted those spaceship designs for a museum plain and simple <laughs> oh goodness, George oh, I'll never stop being George <laughs> what a weird guy
3: Oh my god, incredibly. <laughs> it was funny, man. Uh, when I when I heard that on the show, I was like, uh
0: But the funniest thing is that you don't know. Like it could this could go either way. You, yeah. you, I, I think he
3: definitely said it. I don't know how much he meant it. Like he definitely said it. Like Seth Rogan's not gonna make stuff up about interactions with, with a person that could easily be fact checked. Like
0: Oh yeah, no, I believe Lucas said it. I don't yeah,
3: not meant it. Yeah, now it's to know whether the intent was there or not. Like that—that's that's the hard part. But like, I still believe. Look, the guy in the '70s made movies about space. You know, and uh, th uh, what was it? Thx. One uh, uh, one eleven thirty eight eleven thirty eight, eight. Eleven thirty eight, like kind of like a post uh,
2: apocalyptic thing, right? <laughs>
0: So... Yeah, this thing's not
2: built yet, man.
0: It's not built, Dang. but the it's not open designs yet? are sick. <laughs> That's a spaceship, isn't it?
2: Well, there's all kinds of different designs, and all of them are very futuristic.
0: Yeah, I thought the thing was open. Are you sure? What what site are you looking at?
2: Uh, I don't know. I just went in my closest. I opened it. It was Microsoft Bing or whatever.
0: Oh, Bing. LucasMuseum.org. That's, Can that's you re-
2: be that... on a worse website? So it's the Lucas Museum of <laughs> Narrative Art. Just, just...
0: just go to lucasmuseum.org.
2: Come on. Come on, guys. I,
3: I should get more flowers for that Chandler Bing impersonation.
0: It's like, whatever. <laughs> I don't acknowledge friends' references on this show.
2: <laughs> Same thing, man. Uh, it's not open. These likewise. are all just concepts.
0: I thought that
2: thing was built. No, it's too expensive. Like, dude, look at that thing. You didn't think that thing was built? It looks like one of the eighth wonders of the world.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I'm just going to say you're wrong, Corey, because that's that's become the norm.
2: Uh... Uh, This thing's open.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: The building. The building. There's a link for the building. Currently, it's currently under construction. Corey, you win one. Ding.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah look at the pictures look at the images it's just different images of different concepts and that is a concept of a spaceship yeah they all are i agree with you they all look very futuristic mm,
0: i think he was planning on building a ship and leaving this place
2: just to- yeah i agree with you <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> tinfoil hats for everybody <laughs>
2: Well, he's the ultimate. Like, I said uh, he's abandoning the ark for the museum. Let's well, yeah. we'll just make a museum now.
3: Like he's been peddling conspiracy theories for uh, since 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 the eighties.
0: But he's also been punching Nazis. So yeah, that's pretty good.
3: Yeah, he's a centrist.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Um, I'm not sure who needs to hear this, but it appears as though Rangers of the New Republic is off the slate, or is it? I don't know, I don't know, we'll see. Um, If you remember back to Thursday night, social media kind of went nuts with news that Dave Filoni had been promoted to executive creative director for the entire studio. Uh, The problem is, that promotion had already taken place last year, it's just that (laughs) Lucasfilm... Never made mention of it until they updated the website last week. So that's when social media exploded with the news. And then <laughs> uh, following, following on from that, Variety published an article shortly after to, to explain it all away. But tucked away in that piece of the, was a paragraph that reads... In December, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy announced that Filoni and Favreau are executive producing several Mandalorian spin-offs for Disney+, including The Book of Boba Fett, which is currently shooting and premiering in December, and Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson, and based on ca- the character Filoni created in The Clone Wars. A third spin-off, announced spinoff, Rangers of the New Republic, is not currently in active development. So, do we have to everyone yeah. out here for the Rangers no. of the New Republic?
3: No. No. That just <laughs> means that there's so much going on right now that it's not on the schedule as to when it's going to start. They're doing Cassian, they're doing Obi-Wan, they're doing yeah. Book of Boba Fett, they're doing yeah. Mandalorian season th- uh, season 3. Like that's four major projects that they're, they're probably writing season 2 of the Bad Batch like who knows uh, like when when it's on the slate we know that the 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 um, the rogue squadron movies is on the slate to be released so that's five major projects i think it's uh, it's uh yeah man i guess it, like, I, I think it that's it, a it, lot it
0: well there is a lot that that is for sure but you know um hmm I think part of it is in the the wording, not currently in active development. So they could have pushed mm-hmm. it to a point and then said, okay, we're done for now and let's park this. No, Because if tournament. they would have
3: said not in development, then it's like, okay, so you're not developing it? But by saying active development means that it's on a back burner.
0: Yeah, that's a very valid read of it.
2: Yeah, I have to agree with Carlos. Like... I really want to I really want to believe that anyhow, in the sense that like Carlos said, we got all this content coming, and that takes an extreme amount of work and planning
3: with dates, right? There's like dates attached to a lot of these things.
2: So. that's it, you know, we got a movie coming, we got all kinds of stuff coming, so we just need to sit tight well, I think it's I think it's still gonna happen, but the thing that everybody's kind of associating with that right now it's kind of makes the waters a bit muddy and be a bit toxic in the sense that it's all associated with gina carano right the fact that she's been booted and supposedly speculation had it that she was going to be the big star of this film and or this series which they never confirmed no one confirmed it was all speculation that just kind of took flight right and how do you you make her the star that's it we 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 talked about it here on the show saying like can she really carry her own show?
0: Well it was more more well sourced people were saying that no she wasn't the star she was a star it was it was going to be a, a Katie Sackhoff Gina Carano show. So I you know Katie Sackhoff would have had to carry that show on her back which I'm sure she could have done. But that that's you know that's that's a tall order.
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So in that sense, if you start looking at, at it like that, that if that was the case, again, nothing was confirmed to us. So well, we just don't be- know. That's so-
0: because the change or the firing, the releasing of Gina Carano had happened prior to that big Disney event. So I, I, the word is she was planned. And I think they what, that was early December, December 10th or something like that, where they had that huge event. And she was supposed to have been announced at that point. You know, and and maybe even there for the event, but wasn't. And so, the show was shelved by that point already anyway?
2: Yeah, then they wouldn't have said anything about it. They, You know, this, again, like, I don't think at this point that they can really say, here's the show you're getting, but no, you know what? You're not getting that show anymore. I think they've done it before in the past. Well, Disney necessarily... hasn't necessarily done it but you know we're supposed to get detours at one point but uh, anyhow i think we're gonna get this show at one point but if it is a really a rejigging like they talked about building this wide web of different characters and stories and possibly it all culminating in like a marvel cinematic universe way where, like, you have these three, four different shows that can kind of all meet in one and cross over. And...
0: Well, that's the promise of this, is that they are doing exactly that. There's going to be sort of a, um, a culmination sort of event series or movie. This Rangers show was supposed to be part of that. So, so the question is, are they retooling all the other pieces to cover the load that that show was going to carry? Or is there, are they retooling that show? Or are they just going to give us a totally different show? I'd be I'd be
3: more worried about the Mandalorian. Because you can make that show whatever you want it to be about. And you could just create a brand new character with somebody who's not a dipshit. Like but but the fact that she's in the Mandalorian for two seasons, I think that's a little bit more like not not treacherous, let's say, but a little bit more touchy if you want to bring in uh you know seeing as how she's like literally a ranger of the new republic like if you're going to bring in characters from there then you it begs the question to ask where's Dune? but this new show even though it's 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 called rangers of the of the new republic you could literally put it on the other
2: side of the galaxy and never mention caradun and it'd be fine exactly that's exactly my point like we never got confirmation. It was just again all speculation, but that's what makes this uh, a bit. They know they're in a bit of a predicament here, like with the show. Like it's gonna have that stigma and that stank of like the people that wanted Cara Dune to be in the show and be like, "Oh, this show sucks." Like well, Cara Dune should've been in it. You know,
0: that, that's another angle. That is certainly a consideration to think about here. Like
2: it's almost like the Ryan Johnson scenario, right? Yeah, he's 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 gonna be doing a Star Wars movie. At some point in time, maybe.
0: No, but you're right. Like if, if a new Rangers of the new Republic ever hits the air and you know, who is not part of it, there will be that contingent of fans who, you know, screaming at the top of their lungs that, oh, where, is where is she? She should be in this. Why, why is she not in this? And just ruining it. So maybe this show gets completely scrapped or retooled and named something else and comes out with a different, completely different skin. So that people don't play that card.
2: Yeah, it's possible, but I think at this point, the title like having showed the title card and everything, they gotta put their money where their mouth is and just back what you're doing. Like you guys are making the decisions and calling the shots. Like follow through. Just do what you gotta do. Like I I heard at one point uh, Hera as a possible replacement, if you will, for the supposed carrot dune casting. But yeah, then I heard that, I was like, Hera like, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Give me that. I want that.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, I think just like to pluck out one character and plug in another, that's e- really easy for us to say. I don't know that it's so simple. Once you get down to it.
2: Why not? You find yourself a Hera, that's all. I don't know. No, she was already I, rumored to be in the show, so. What's that?
0: She's already
3: rumored to be in the show, so.
2: Well, that's it. But like supposedly to to... To take some of the sting of the Carradune takeaway,
3: well, but that's a little well, speculation again. You, you, you don't you don't play you don't play pocket sevens when you have pocket aces.
2: Uh, I'm sorry, like yeah, that, that's huge news to me. When I when I hear that, I'm like, for sure, again, yeah, I'm like, give me that. I want like, that.
3: You, you have you have the character of Carradune and you have the 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 character of Harrison Dula. Like, why wouldn't you go with your blue chip?
0: You also like have, it makes no you, sense. You also like have she was probably always
3: in, she was always in the plan. They just didn't want to release it. I think we talked about this already, yeah. but like, you know, uh, yeah, I, I'm not buying it, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I, I don't know what it means. It's, it's all in, it's all in what active means. What yeah. does that mean? And Lucasfilm hasn't commented, which, you know, they, they really need to get more transparent with their news like this. Like, if it's not on the slate, just say it. Don't wait for celebration next May and then you don't talk about it and then we go, "Oh, they're not doing it." Like I don't think we should need to wait for a year from now to have to piece it together ourselves. They should just say, "Yeah, that show's not happening now. We've well, you know, we've got other things on the go and other exciting plans." And just leave it at that. But just say one way or another that yeah, this show. Yeah, is,
2: pretend like that. Pretending like it never happened. Shit, bugs me, man.
0: Yeah, no, Lucasfilm really needs to to get its act together with that kind of thing. The secrecy, the 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 cards right up to the chest.
2: Yeah, Kathleen, I want to know what's going on with Ryan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I tell you what's going on with Ryan. He's he's uh, signed a $450 four hundred fifty million dollar $450 million contract with Netflix. And uh, he's a very, very set individual for a long time.
2: But Daniel Craig takes a like a third of that as well. I think he's, it's like a three way split. It's quite the deal.
0: It's a well, it's a mega
2: deal.
3: Like you, when you attach a name like Daniel Craig to to a, to a project like that.
2: But he's also a producer, I think.
3: Yeah, Something no, like but that. I mean, I mean, he sells tickets, right? So yeah, yeah. but uh, but I mean, come on. You had Chris Evans and uh what's her name? Sigour- not Sigourney Weaver, the other one. Jamie Lee, Jamie Curtis. Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis and the um, uh, full house. That old guy great. who died. <laughs> <forgot his> <laughs> yeah, plumber, and uh yeah. So yeah, that, I mean it was. Uh, just a, a great cast and and just the fact that all those people signed on w- with Ryan's script needs to tell people something
0: <laughs> about their willingness to work with the guy
3: one the willingness to work with the guy personally and also like you know just just the fact that like they want to attach themselves to something
0: that he wrote that says a lot man yeah,
2: That's the, the yeah. cast for part two is starting oh, to leak it, slowly now it, too.
0: It, oh, it's he—he's like he's getting big names. There's there's big names signing on to part two.
3: Yeah, I just I just hope it's not a rehash of part one, and he does something completely out of the box just to make people lose their minds.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we will see what happens. I I hope Lucasfilm, uh, you know, deems it uh, appropriate to, to inform their fans at some point. But I doubt it.
1: All yeah.
0: right, let's uh, let's move on to this week's episode of The Bad Batch, episode four, called uh, "Cornered." What did we come away with this week, Carlos? Uh,
3: there, there were some uh, season seven vibes of the Clone Wars, like running through Coruscant, like trying trying to get away and and that type of like underground city thing, which was okay. I mean, it was it was cool. Uh I liked the episode. I thought it it was it was decent. Uh we kind of got um uh what's the word I'm looking for. Uh Yeah, I had this ingenious like really really um original thought that this is where the ghost learns how to scramble their signa- their signa- the signal. Nathan said it first. <coughs> I think th- I think I had the idea first, and uh... <laughs> uh, I love Nathan. Well, uh, anyway, so that was pretty funny.
0: <laughs> well that, you know, it is it is an interesting question, but you know it, it 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 brings up an interesting question. Then, like, if that is the case, then can we count on the Bad Batch and Kanan? meeting up again at some point so that hmm. you know, so that Kanan who might be attached to Hera by this point no. they can they can learn no, no 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 they're not at this point I'm, I'm talking in a f- point down the line from now
3: yeah he means when Kanan meets back up with the with the the Bad Batch that he already has a connection with
0: Hera exactly like <sighs> ten, 10 years yeah. further down down the line that Hera what is what is that trick you got there? Oh yeah, I, I built this little thing to scramble the coat of the ship. Oh, I want that.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? I thought about that as well, because when I seen the comment in the Facebook group, and I just got to start thinking about it, you know, you can even go so far as to say that at this point, the Clone Wars are over. Chopper is currently with Hera. It's like her pet right now. They are chilling. She's probably approximately a teenager. Thirteen years old, twelve maybe, eleven. See, well, she's
0: she's like twenty four at the start of Rebels, which makes no sense. But do the math.
2: Anyhow, she she's, she's gone yeah, chopper. She's, so like, she's probably like ten here. Like following up on the Clone Wars, like and Rebels, Ryloth has always kind of come up. You know, we we might get a chem Syndulla kind of situation where you see Hera as a child playing around with uh, Omega or something, you know what I mean? And Chopper. Chopper brand spanking new.
0: Chopper was never brand spanking new. He rolled off the line busted.
2: No, well he crash landed there and like, Hera like put him back together. Alright. <laughs> it's true. You don't remember that?
0: <laughs> I remember that. Just to, to me, Chopper was never fixed. Never ne- He was never in good shape. He was always just uh, a grumpy pile of crap.
2: Yeah, but he's better than most droids. 99% of them, anyhow, will say that.
3: Oh, how much for the droid?
2: <laughs> yeah, except for the one that we saw in this episode. That guy was pretty goddamn cute. Clink? Yep.
0: Huh? Clink <laughs> made some noise out there. Yeah, come on. Well, it's—I mean, it's great. Rick. It's Rick's son, so let's you know, let's show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, t- you know, to me, this episode—it like—it required a rewatch. Like, often after my first viewing, I was like, what "The hell was that?" Yeah, you know, like everyone knows, I hate the word filler, and I hate—I will not use it. But after that first viewing, I felt like I was going to have a tough time defending that stance because. I didn't take much away from the episode other than, okay, we met Fennec Shand. Yeah. Like, the Bad Batch as a team finished the episode in the same place as they started, except they've fixed their ship.
2: Well, no, that's not true. They've made some noise now. They're, I bet you anything, the noise that they made on, was it Pantora? Mm hmm. That's going to kind of probably catch up with them. Well, but-
0: I, yeah, you're right. They've, they've, if anything, they caused more trouble for themselves because they, they didn't address their rations problem, which were critically low, as Echo told us.
2: It looks like they got some supplies for the ship. We'll say that the ships, even though it was quick and all that, things happen. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I watched it as well. I had to watch it again. I watched it originally Friday evening. Then I watched it just prior to coming on, just quickly, you know, and uh, I'll say this. It was a very fast-paced episode like the things just kind of fell in line t- 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 like one after another, but all in all, it was I wouldn't even go so far as to say it was filler like last week's episode was much more filler than than this was but, but this
0: last week wasn't filler either like I'm, this one this this week is not filler. It's just that nothing oh my god like it's it's not one of those episodes where you're it's like it's very obvious what they're doing it's it's subtle it's subtle stuff
2: true. But I have to say, in general, fast-paced episode, the animation was really graceful, man, with a lot of the stuff they were doing. Super cool. Like, especially, we'll say, with the fighting between Fennec Shen and Hunter. Hunter, the first time, I thought that was really cool. And Kevin Kiner is really on point. I thought the music had a special touch this week. Uh, yeah. And it was cool to go back to Pantora as well. You remember them from the Clone Wars and uh, I don't know, the grand with glasses. That was kind of huge. <laughs> the pawn shop guy. Yeah. Yeah. Was, that was guy. pretty neat.
0: But you know what though? Like on the, that the grand guy and the sulliston who was running the, um, the docking bay. Like I, in a way, I wish there were more subtitled aliens. Like I wish they had subtitled one of those two guys. Like that worked so well in, in the Lucas era. Like, just an alien speaking his alien language. Just do that. Because I find sometimes, like, when they give it, like, a a, these characters, like, these very
2: weird Russian accents. accents.
0: (laughs) No, just sometimes the accents are just so ill-fitting.
2: No, I agree. But it it is a children's show, so that's where, you know, I don't know.
0: I know. I guess you can't ask children to read the subtitles. That's that's the bridge too far, I suppose. Yeah. I I disagree with that. I don't think you need to insult. Well, not insult, but uh, dumb down your audience that way. I think they can manage. Right? Like if Star Wars were move, made for kids. There's plenty of subtitles. Anyway, I don't want to get hung up on that. No, I
2: I, I agree with you though. Like, it, I just
0: I just want to hear some aliens speak in their alien language. Yeah,
2: like Embo. There you go.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so like, I, I watched it again. And, and then some of the, I guess, the subtler sort of points of the story came out. Like like o- Omega being just, just a total blank slate. Like she's taking in all this stuff at once with no frame of reference for anything. So like, she's, you know, everything is eyes wide open for her. And she's meeting... Good people and creatures and bad people and it's all so new to her and she's trying to sort of understand why people make the choices they do. Like when they when they steal from Fruit Lady, she's like, "You, you didn't, we didn't pay for this." Yeah, well, sometimes it's okay to do that.
2: Well, even just going with her originally, like it was was kind of like it was kind of like, uh, creepy to be honest. Like Kevin Cooner was again on point with the music. Like, total creep violin music. And she was just like, you know, like come with me, little girl. I can help you. And Omega's like, can you? Cool. Look, a butterfly. Ah. (laughs) But, like. Well, she has no
0: reason to distrust anybody.
2: Well, that's it. She's been sheltered the whole time. And I think everybody needs to take that into consideration because, you know, she doesn't know stranger danger. (laughs) Like, she's like, oh, you can help me. Like, yay. I want to find my friends. No, totally,
0: totally. That's what I mean. She's a complete blank slate.
2: Yeah, so that, uh, but the interesting part is like when you really boil things down, too, it's I rewatch it because you know, Friday I was super tired, and again, super long weekend. I had to rewatch it again. I was like, you know, did she fire at Omega at all? Like, did she at once try to kill Omega? So I rewatched just prior to the episode, and no, she didn't. It was just a chase, and it was gonna be a kidnapping, really. Like, it had to have been like she had ample opportunity to kill that kid so definitely not an assassination no more no. like a recovery and a retrieval for someone
0: this yeah omegas wanted alive
2: yeah and by who is again the elephant in the room this episode i would think like who that's where you know they even spelled it out for us too like the the bad batch like we gotta find out who hired her
0: yeah and well i guess let's I mean, we can save that till the end but let's get let's get to that point like who's hired her
2: Boba Fett.
3: I don't see how that works, but uh, <laughs> so I don't know. It is a good question, and and the fact that they never mention her, like they actually never say her name. It's like we just know who it is because we know, but yeah. maybe she has a different name at this point. Really? Did you need to talk through that, Yon? Like, <laughs> sorry, was man, that, was that necessary? It just happened. You know what probably happened to me soon, so it's all good. I just like to point out crap, you know. <laughs> it's fun.
2: Like, <laughs> I was thinking also could have been maybe like, what were you saying? The the ostrich there, not Lamassu, but
0: I, I can't imagine it's a Kaminoan.
2: Hmm. Well, you got to think like, who hire what? What are the K- Kaminoans doing with Omega? Like, are they <clears throat> like? Like I said, the the caretaker really seemed to say, like, don't go out of my sight. I don't want anything happening to you. Like, she's looking after her for someone for, again, an end game, some kind of uh, means to an end. What is she worth and why? Right. But so, why,
0: why hide that if it's the Caminoans?
2: Yeah. Kaminoans? Right. Why Why not?
0: Why hide? Like, if it gets revealed that, a, that Lamassu or Nalase is the one who sent the bounty, like... They, the yeah, way but that's it,
2: when you meet up with them, and like you say, like why are you doing this? And like, like, like that's when you kind of say, like, uh, other the, powers this episode, are at work.
0: This episode was set like it begs you to ask who's hired them. If they just go, oh, it was the people that we've already, it's the people that already had her. Like, it what a what a letdown of a reveal that would be. That would be so lame. Not, okay, well, <laughs> not everything has to be done for for shock value, but it would be so so stupid if we find out that. Yep, it was it was her guardian on Camino.
2: Yeah, but then th- that that's what gives you the clue to the next clue, kind of. You know what I mean? In a show like this, but again, my only two other guesses would be again Boba Fett or the only other one is really Palpatine. Palpatine's seen something. He knows something. They've uh, say they've raided the files at Camino. Uh, they found that he he sniffs something there. What's that's going on with Omega?
0: Palpatine. Omega. Palpatine <laughs> hires Fennec Shand when he has Darth Vader at his disposal.
1: Yeah.
2: Maybe maybe Vader's not ready to roll yet.
0: Vader's ready to roll. Uh, he's totally ready to roll.
3: <laughs> no, I don't think it's Palpatine. It's it's got to be somebody uh, like. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Tarkin.
0: Oh, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't think it's Tarkin at all. I, like to me, Tarkin is like. No, if, if the might of the Empire is good enough to get this done. I mean, if anything, Tarkin is like the ultimate homer for the, for the Empire.
2: Well, I would think it has something to do with the person that originated the cause. Whatever she is, whoever she is, whoever hired the Kaminoans to create her, that person wants her back. So, like, I think it's really got something to do with all that.
0: Like, I, won't, I don't think it's Boba Fett, but I think Boba Fett plays into this somehow.
2: I would like to see that. Like, and he calls her, like, sister or something. They got to start. I don't know, man. I'll tell you something. You know, we... Fennec Shan, she wasn't the greatest. You know, but uh, she kind of seemed to have a bit of a heel turn there. She came back around in... Later on in the Mando. But then... When you start looking at the book of Boba, like that was kind of evil what they did at Jabba's. But again, who who really cares? Bib Fortuna and all that crap. Like, so I don't know. Like here, she wasn't making any friends. Again, the music was very on point and being creepy. Like I gotta say, creepy, man. It was just like scary music. Like again, she was like offering candy to a little kid. Like not a good person. So like. How far are they going to, going to go? Like building this character up as like, you know, a real evil, like willing to do whatever it takes to to get the job done. Or are they going to make her at one point human? Because if they're gonna, if they plan on using her in Boba Fett, which they do, like it depends again on what capacity and what the show is. Like is are, is Boba Fett going to go all heel turn on us again? Like he was super honorable in in Mandalorian, right? Mm-hmm. In his show, is it going to be different? Like, maybe he lives by his own code now. I kind of get that. But I could see him being ruthless. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't see him being necessarily evil. You know what I mean?
0: He he's just a man trying to make
2: his way in the galaxy like his father before him.
0: He does some evil stuff in the comics. Cause I can say that.
2: True. But um, maybe it seems like he's past that. Like Maybe since the Sarlacc burped him out or whatever. He's a changed man.
0: Well, and also like Fennec was really not trying to hurt Omega. Like she saves her from falling. It says, "True, thank, thank me later." So I, I wonder if so part of it is like get her and bring her here so we can protect her. Like we—I don't trust those those defective clones. No. Who knows what? Like,
2: it's get her and bring her here so we can do science experiments. Like the, they want to do on like on Grogu.
0: I don't know, man. Uh, Maybe. I mean, who knows? But I I have a feeling that by the end of it, the reason why Fennec and her boss, the reason why they're after Omega is not because they want to cash in or not because they want to experiment. I think they want to keep her out of the Empire's hands, too. So we're going to have two sets of people looking to protect Omega.
2: So you think it's going to be like another Mando thing where it's like, this is where you belong now, Omega? (laughs) Like... I want to stay with you guys. This is my home. But you'll be safer here.
0: <laughs> could be. Very well could be. Um, yeah. You know, I, one of the things, I think one of the things I really liked about this episode is you know, a planet like Pantora, I think was carefully chosen because, uh, you know, the, they are kind of a, a very gung-ho sort of culture, militaristic kind of culture. And, he, like, we see them here cheering the arrival of the Empire and lining up for the for their chain codes and, and imperial credits. And I like that we're getting that side of the equation. Because everything we've always seen has always been, like, people under the boot of the Empire who hate it. And it's oppressive and it's mean to me and let's knock it over. But there were a lot of people, you know, according to the propaganda book, a lot of company, a lot of planets kinda liked the stability that the Empire brought and and the wealth that the Empire brought. So not everybody was sad to see it go. So it makes sense that there are people to see it rise. And that it seems like Pantora is one of those places that is that is happy to be part of the Empire. And I'm glad that we finally, you know, get to see a planet. I don't know, maybe it's not the first, but for me, it's the first that comes to mind where I'm like, oh these these people are cool with this.
2: Yeah. I I like that. And incredibly sexy people, but yeah, not too bright when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> Remember that that episode where they had like they were up against the guys there that looked like the abominable abominable snowmen?
0: Uh, the, yeah, the talls.
2: Yeah, the little wiggle thing. That
0: <laughs> what, what do we make of, of uh, Echo as, as like a halfway droid? Like he didn't. I love I mean, that. Like I thought it was
2: so cool, man. He, he I think I hope they stick with one. that.
0: I don't know if he was intending to dress himself up as a droid, but he definitely didn't like being mistaken for one. Or being sold off even you know even if it was a trick, but there's something there there's something going on there with with echo and his identity and
2: yeah, that's it they had to change it up because so many people are like well he's basically tech but no he's not like there there seems to be quite a big difference between the two and like he even sold himself off as a droid so well as to like the, the comment that he gave hunter when like the guy wanted to buy him he's like oh, I'm worth at least five thousand that is the Said four whatever that that's the ultimate ultimate uh, droid response i love that so anyway i I thought it was super cool i I really hope they stick with that again like change his helmet up and go with that like the define his character a little more in that regard i thought that was really cool like they even said it straight up like he's more machine than man now
0: Uh, it's like almost like we've heard that in star wars before
1: echo echo echo
0: Um, I, you know, I, the thing I liked maybe the most about this episode was the attack of the clone vibes, like especially the speeder chase and, and like the cityscape, like the pinks and blues and the, the purples and oranges of the city like and right down to the speeder effects. Like it, it made me a little bit nostalgic for episode two. I, yeah, I I agree. I love that.
2: I was definitely in my head. I was like, I've seen this before
0: and not just seen it, but heard it like the audio was all over Attack of the Clones. I I really, I, I enjoyed that part. It brought a smile to my face. And that's really what but it's all not only that, about.
2: like, the animation again as well. Like, I, I really just want to point that out to anyone listening. Not to be taken for granted. Like, stuff's eye candy. You know, you're looking at it and it's easy to just kind of be like, oh, wow, okay, whatever. No, the animation like, is really, superb. Yeah, if you really look at the, the fine print and the details, it's outstanding. Outstanding.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. do we make anything of of the fact that Wrecker took another knock to the head
2: <laughs> no <laughs> but I think that really spells uh, speaks volumes for again Fennec Shen's uh, character like first taking on Hunter and winning then Wrecker getting wrecked like one shot kill it's like beep boop uh. <laughs> That that was kind of like man she's good yeah, I don't know. I, I I thought it said more about her than him.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, because I wonder if the same people that were mad about the twin sons' duel were mad about this because they like they set it up like there's gonna be like this this little brawl
2: between the two, right? Oh, I and... saw it coming right away, man. Like, what is he gonna do? Is she gonna? Oh, she like, gonna... I saw it well, coming. yeah.
0: I mean, if you have an IQ higher than five, you know that this is probably gonna end real quick and it's not gonna go Wreckers' way. Like, I don't know that Wreckers had many wins so far aside from beating up like just the rank and file clankers or just it's like
2: throwing tanks off cliffs
0: yeah like he hasn't had any sort of like signature kind of win yet so yeah he, you know i'm going to take care of this one and in 2 seconds it's over <laughs> and he's he's face down on the ground out cold and It's like, yeah I, I, anybody who was mad about twin sons being over in 3 seconds was probably just as not the about same as.
2: build up though
0: <laughs> no definitely not like we knew kenobi mall was coming we didn't see this coming but it's like oh she's st- like it's almost at, like the the standoff by like she's at one end of the tunnel he's at the other and he's like yeah that's good. let's do let's, let's you know ring the bell you let's me- do this
2: you remember that time i watched that rebels episode live and called you while you were at your in-laws place and i was like oh my god
1: it's happening <laughs>
2: like melting down i have no recollection of that really <laughs> you pulled on the pod it was when the uh Ezra and Maul merged the Holocrons. And uh, anyway, like basically. Look, I,
0: every time I go to my in laws, I kind of have to drink myself stupid. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I remember time, I asked you. Time. I was freaking out. I was freaking out because, like, they, one of them says twin sons. And I was like, oh my God, it's Tatooine. You were like, whoa, whoa, I haven't seen it yet. Then you made fun of me on the podcast. You're like Corey was so incredibly passionate about Star Wars; <laughs> it was not to be had. Who talks that way, George Apparently and Kyle? I
0: do. <laughs> uh... yeah. You know what, Corey? I think you kind of touch on this. Like, you know the the trail of destruction that kind of follows the Bad Batch. Like when when you stop to consider just this episode alone. You kind of wonder, like if there, if there's an APB out on these guys.
2: Like, oh, there is, and that's they're weary of that. Like they kind of mention it. I think Tech mentions it. Like they say it? they made. So they basically say at one point, at one point they say something like, "We made some noise. Like we got to... for sure that they're, they're being hunted."
0: Like, does, yeah, and does like the long arm of the law kind of reach off of Pantora? Or like if you get away from the planet? Oh well, I guess you're free until you come back. Like, like well the,
2: everything's like, up in the air with the new administration and, so. I guess
0: I guess you're right like but I mean god there's this there's, a, there's a long nuts. body count in this one like the well not, not everybody died but the 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 uh dude who owns the uh the pawn shop he got scammed a fruit lady got robbed a man with mm-hmm. a speeder got tossed, you know a guy from with a speeder got tossed at in motion thrown to the ground from like a couple stories up he's dead <laughs> Uh, a patrol officer got shot through the chest.
2: <laughs> yeah. That was another one. I was like, oh, another like molten blaster hole right through the guy.
3: Yeah. Uh
0: you know, as a speeder goes crashing into street level and slams into a building.
3: Like Yeah, two guy, yeah, two for one. There was like a, there was like a, a pinball. She, Fennec Shine doesn't mess around,
0: man.
2: Yeah, she's uh, a very, yeah. very, very highly like, qualified. She's, she's
0: she's behind a lot of the the death and destruction in this one, but holy cow, it's like, every, and that's I, it's sort of a Star Wars thing, where like there's a body count and dead people everywhere, and people just kind of walk away, and it never that 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 crime never really follows them anywhere. But like you said, Corey, they did make a note of saying, yeah, we we made some noise while we're here for twenty minutes. So you, I, I wonder if that's uh, something to watch.
2: Yeah, definitely. Next next episode, they're going to try and la- lay low or something. Or maybe they found a spot to lay low. But
3: oh, They can't keep but, laying low, man. Like, what is this? Like, no, no. Well, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, come on now.
2: They're <laughs> going to get caught. Someone's going to... They're going to be... Basically, it points a, a bigger bullseye on their back, right? So maybe next place they head off to, like, Hey, is that the Bad Batch?
0: And that's kind of my point about this episode is that fine. And Fennec happen- Shen
2: again, like, sorry, Kyle Fennec Shen going back to, um, uh, what you call it? Ugh. anyway, the docking bay guy and being like, you know, he's like, Oh, I swear. I swear. And she's like, if you see them again, here's some cash. Let me know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think that's would go
0: back. How stupid would they be to go back? And what reason would they have to go back?
2: I don't know. Maybe they feel like they got away with it. But at the same time, maybe again it's maybe it's speaking more to her character in the sense that, you know, she didn't kill Omega and she's paying this guy. Maybe she's not so bad after all.
0: Yeah. But it I don't
2: does know. It, it, they they went out of their way to go back to that scene, you know what I mean? Like we were at a different point and why would you go back to that to, to, for her just to it's like the scene starts with her like walking toward him. He's like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? It's, so it's like, I don't know. What are you trying to say that by doing that? Like, I really think at one point it just basically says they're they're, they're, they're marked at this point,
0: but now they they can scramble their, the code of their ship. So in a way they're kind That'll of help. They're, they're kind of like ghosts in a way. And you know, I, fennec said i'll find them and of course she will because we know she'll be back but it would be interesting to see how how she catches up with them not knowing where the hell they went it's a big galaxy so good luck
3: yeah like you you when you literally look up from that docking bay into the into the sky like
0: that was a beautiful there are, shot too
3: uh, yeah but there's like there's like thousands and thousands of stars in that in that image like where are they going like, or you're gonna find them? Why? Because you have to. Because it's part of the plot. Like...
2: like,
0: my kids run off in the sports section of a sporting goods store, and I can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she'll find them. No problem.
2: Yeah, some people just get at what they do.
0: I suppose. I guess that's what it is. Um, but yeah, like, the, like I said, my not that it really really complaint. But you know, we got some contextual clues. They did a little tiny bit of character mining here. But again, like. The, the episode ends kind of the same way as it began. Not, not much has changed for the bad batch.
2: Yeah. Not one mention or sniff of crosshair either.
0: Yeah. We didn't touch on those guys at all in this episode. And I, you know, I don't seem, you know, in a lot of episodes we're like, ah, well that sucked, but Oh, things paid off. Like now I'm trying to like apply some of that, that lesson to other episodes. Like I look at this one. I'm like, I can't see a seed that was planted here. That, that would come back to, to bear fruit later.
2: Yes, know. we talked about it. Who, who hired Fennec Shand and why?
0: Well, yeah, but that's that's not a planted seed. That's a direct question asked.
2: Mm. Yeah, tomato, tomato.
0: No, two very different things. Anyway, <laughs> did we talk about this episode for longer than the actual episode itself? I think we did.
3: Probably, and that's part of the issue. Like, Give us longer episodes. Yeah, like... Mm, I, they're know, not going to do
0: it. I, a... You know, I get the smart-ass answer is, you know, um, actually, uh, 22 minutes is the exact same runtime as any other Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance episode you've ever watched. I get it, asshole. But the thing is, you're not shackled to that anymore. You're not. You don't have to do that.
2: Maybe yet, they will plan on releasing it to on television at one point on, like, Disney XD. I
0: wonder if Disney XD will survive. <laughs> to be honest with you. And that goes for any sort of cable TV station. Just streaming is just gobbling everything up. But yeah, twenty-six minute runtime, take out four minutes for credits, and it's it's a twenty two minute show. Like that would have been an episode easily with commercials. But yeah, I we're not tied to that. We're not we don't have to worry about commercials. So yeah, I think any of these episodes needs to be thirty solid minutes of, of story. I'm sorry. They, it, that's where I think I'm at with this. It's you know, yes, it needs to be what it needs to be, but it needs to be 30 minutes. Like, come on now. We're waiting a whole week for this stuff. <laughs> Feed us. Give us a proper meal. All right. Uh, I guess we'll check back in next week with episode five and see where the bad batch is at now. All right, guys. How about uh, how about a, a head scratching? Would you rather? Uh oh. <laughs> I love doing these. <laughs>
3: Who did this one? This, this is yours.
0: This is mine. This is mine. Oh, oh no! Geez. And and for everybody listening out there, if you want to send us yours, if one comes to your mind, we'd love to hear them and kick them around the podcast. It's I, I find it challenging to come up with them, but when they pop, when it works, when it comes into mind and it works, you've got a good one. So if you guys out there want to throw one at us, please do. Please do. Um. So I, you know, I've I've made mention of this before. And I'm I'm always wondering how much Star Wars is left in front of us. And, I you know, now with Disney at the helm, it feels like Star Wars will roll on forever. But there's no guarantees in life. So I'm curious to see what you two think right now. And everybody else, of course. So I'm going to give you two doors to choose from.
1: Ooh, door <laughs> number one.
0: Behind door number one is the permission... To interact with any and all store Star Wars released from 1977 uh, up until the ending of the yeah. Bad Batch season one. Okay. Okay. What, what was You've asked this
2: question before.
0: Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. <laughs> so from 70s from a New Hope, which you know came out uh, 44 years ago to the to the day. If you're listening to this on day of release. 40, you know a new hope is 44 years old so you know from that 70, 77 until the end of season 1 of bad batch that's your star wars you can live with everything star wars related during that 44 years but as a consequence you're never allowed to interact with any future star wars in any way like you can't ask for summaries you can't watch the trailers no podcasts. You can't collect it. You can't read up on it. No soundtracks. Nothing. Like so like
3: there... 90 percent of the whiners online, they're dead. It's Star Wars is dead to you. Oh yeah. But unlike the whiners, you're not allowed to hide and actually watch it and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, no, like there's a chip in your head. Like you, you're gonna get a, chi- a chip implanted in your head, and it so we goes. have an
3: inhibitor chip to stop all future Star Wars. Yeah, like sorry. <laughs> Watching. You're not allowed to watch any new Star Wars content.
0: Correct. No. Anything new. TV, music, uh, toys, comics, all of it. anything that is new. You have your inhibitor chip in your head for door number one. if you if you oh, I'm gonna just sneak and watch this, it like it sends a jolt of electricity through your brain. you pass out, and it will do this every single time you ever try to cheat. Or door number two is the inverse. You leave the past behind, and you. but again, you can't watch Star Wars, you can't read it, you can't discuss it, you can't collect anything from 77 to 2021. And the final kick in the gut, you have to box up and put away your collection so that you can't use that as a proxy for filling that void. It all has to go away. It, it's like Star Wars from 77 to 2021 only lives in your memories, and in your heart, of course.
2: So you got to sell. All. Oh, that's brutal. You don't have to
0: sell it. You just have to box up and put it away.
2: Well, what's the point? I mean,
0: okay, you can sell it. That's whatever it is. Just you can't have it anymore. It just can't be on your shelf where you can be like, oh, "I remember that. That was cool." It's just it's got to go. And and it's basically whichever door you choose, it's like the other half doesn't exist. You know it exists. You just can't play with it. And and just one more thing. For the just oh. add a, a little bit. No, just for just for clarity. Like none of us know how long we'll be on this planet for. So for the sake of the argument, we're gonna say that you have forty four years left to live, just to match up with the forty four years that we have behind us. Hmm. So if you're if you're twenty five listening to this, I'm sorry you get screwed. But you know, for a lot of us that are forty and over, being in your eighties is a good run. That's not bad. So you got 44 more years in front of you with who knows how much Star Wars. I'm
2: going to make this super easy. Yes, it'll be a sad goodbye, but I can make a crap ton of money by, you know, again, if I can't ever see my collection again, what's the point of having it? I love it to death, but uh, yeah, I mean... To not be able to celebrate future Star Wars, there's no point living anymore. That's the bottom line. <laughs> like, seriously, like... <laughs> I an I, I have, Holy cow. I have such a handle on everything Star Wars that we've gotten this far. Like you said. And it's not going away. You're not erasing that. I just can't partake in it anymore. But, you know what? Those movies are literally especially the original trilogy are just embedded in my brain. Like we watch them daily, daily for years. Mm -hmm. So I have it. I have that story. I can't miss out on further star Wars. If it's out there and available, it's pretty much enough again to make you want to put a bullet in your head. So
0: you're never going to hear John Williams star Wars again. (laughs) That music will never be heard to you again. You will never see. It's a hard goodbye, but
2: I didn't ask the question. You know what I mean.
0: You'll never some, see some... Yo- the, the scene where Yoda
2: lifts the X-wing out of the swamp. Hey, it's all in my head. I got that. that you know mem- what I mean. I got the fade memory over
0: time. If they fade over time. That's for sure.
2: Well, all the future content are You give me forty-four years to say, like, hey, how how is that man? That next season of the Mando. You can't know, Corey. I have an issue with the question
3: in the sense that th- there's there, there there's un there's unfinished pro- projects in the middle of of like if you would have told me yeah pre Disney plus post Disney plus like that being the point from from making that choice
0: Well, Uh, yes, you're right. I mean, but we have because it's tough because we have two seasons of Mando, and now I'm never able to watch Mando again. But the way Mando ends, I mean, that's a that's almost like a. It ends almost as if it was done. Like the the Grogu quest was finished. Like whatever they do next in season three is going to be the the launching point. New story. Like yeah, yeah, it's 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 the kickoff of a new. I guess maybe they pick up on the, you know, dark saber,
2: exactly.
0: kind of thing. But we it's it, it's not like there was no closure. And the other like the Kenobi thing, Andor, we haven't hit any of that stuff yet. Because I mean, you and again, you can you can opt to say, okay, I'm I'm gonna bury the past and and stick with the future stuff. You don't know how good it's gonna be. It may not fill you up the same way but i don't know what do you think wouldn't you
2: want to make that decision you know what i mean how can you be left in the dark man like you can't
3: so so cory you're, you're you're willing to to let go of the past completely everything in the past just for what you don't know
2: that, that's the, that's the question it's one or the other right like i want to live man if i got 44 years left and i can't enjoy the new star wars content coming out I guess I can do other things and enjoy the rest of the stuff that the good, great stuff that we've gotten. But again, like I've said, I've consumed it to a point that it's a part of me already. It's embedded in my DNA almost, you know? So, uh, it hurts, but it is what it is at that point. Like I, I can't not again. What's the point, man? What's the point of going on? (laughs)
3: You're See, like Rose. Know. Never let go. <laughs> Never let go.
2: <laughs> then then JJ was all like, I'm going to take a note from George's playbook and we're just going to go ahead and put you up here on the shelf, Rose. Let's not here that on the Rose. Oh.
0: That's not the Rose he was talking about. James Cameron would be very angry with you, Corey.
2: Oh... <laughs> <laughs> never let go (laughs) i was thinking the last line uh, the line from the last jedi what what is it she says to him right before she like passes out uh, she calls him dummy
3: i Uh, saved you dummy and then she says we don't win by destroying what we hate by saving what we love dummy yeah (laughs) i mean to be fair finn's pretty dumb but like you know i would say naive he's
0: naive not dumb in a way he's a bit of a blank slate like like omega and like the bad batch themselves they're just kind of what is all this new stuff
3: Uh, can i can i say what really what what my 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 problem with omega
0: is jeez back here again yeah so no, it's coming around. It's like a good comedy show where it comes back around.
2: Uh, it's the ADHD you see.
0: Butterflies. <laughs> no, I, uh,
3: other than the voice and the explanation behind that. Um, when I hear her name, I have a conflict inside me because ever since Casino Royale and Daniel Craig, you see, call back uh Daniel Craig uh talks about his watch like Vesper Lind actually asks him what kind of watch it is if it's a Rolex and he says no it's an Omega not Omega (laughs) he says (laughs) Omega and it's like so it's like now and I'm I've been a bit of a watch collector uh I've uh lately like it's part of my collecting right now and um I I would love to have an Omega Omega watch so I always hesitate. Like, what do I call? Do I call it Omega and sound like a pretentious it's douche, it's or a
2: Porsche or Porsche?
3: Yeah, well, it's a Porsche, but whatever. Um, yeah, so that's that's the hard part. But I, you know,
2: just a little. Hey, look, passion. if you can be douchey enough to say Porsche, you could do Omega too. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> what do you call it, Nike or Nikes?
0: Uh, uh let's know. hear the
3: lie here. Let's hear. Let's hear you lie and try to justify
2: Nike. Go, I, go I ahead. call
0: them moccasins, Nikkei.
2: I don't know to be honest. I
3: uh... <laughs> Back in the future part three, maybe. I love that. Looks like you got your shirt off of a dead Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't write the line. Okay, that was uh, Spielberg and
0: Zemeckis.
2: You me. just got canceled, Carlos.
0: That guy, he does the. Uh, that's the. If you, if you recognize the voice, he is the voice of, I think, Sheriff of Nottingham in the Robin Hood yeah, animated cartoon. Yeah, that's the one.
2: Yes. It's so good. <laughs> God, that's such a good cartoon. Movie. I
0: love that cartoon. It's great. Yeah, um, how can you
2: not, man? He's a little fox. You ever, do you ever show that one to your kids, Kyle?
0: Oh, yeah. Robin Hood for sure. Yeah, they like that one? Yeah. You know what else I showed them? In horror? Peter Pan. Oh. That's a scary movie, man. It's pretty scary, but I, like I, my, I remember my, my faintest earliest childhood memories of going to the cinema. That's the first one. Like I was three years old. Like I'm guessing my dad took me because Corey was probably an infant, and maybe he needed a nap or something. But that's the you wanted to day. gotta get out of the house. Yeah, maybe just you know let, let my mom take a nap with Corey and whatever. But I was three years old, eighty one. It, it was re released in cinemas, and I very faint like almost like image images in in my brain of going to the cinema and and i loved it I, at the time i was just like oh i love that movie and i hadn't seen it i think i may have seen seen it like a few times or once or twice in the few years interim. that followed that but, <laughs> but i from from like 10 years old until 35 37 years old i hadn't seen it and so i was super excited to show it to my daughter and so I, I just went out and bought it on Blu-ray and then watch it. And it just, it's like, oh God, J- like just the, the, the racial stereotyping stuff. And same with Dumbo. Dude, P- oh, oh, Pinocchio oh. is the worst of all time. Pinocchio is bad too. Like they're horrible. Like we don't own Pinocchio, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's <gasps> man. Oh man. The, the, the way Isn't they it literally, literally like peoples. Jim Crow? <laughs> oh, oh God! It made my hurt, my brain hurt. I was like, nope, this well, I can't really watch this anymore. <laughs> this is awful. Anyway, it's the same with Looney Tunes, but I'll still watch that.
2: Anyway, back yeah. to the question. Here. It is what it is, man. Art's a representation of its time, so you gotta, <laughs> you, gotta you know. You can't go back in time and cancel shit, man. It's not the way it works.
0: Well, that's drop rules with a Z, everybody.
2: Yeah, just can put we- a disclaimer. <laughs> they do it for all these these movies now. Yeah, come was, at me.
0: Yeah, which they do at, on on Disney Plus. They do have disclaimers now. Exactly.
2: Yeah, the
3: classics, man. The classics. Look, anything could can be canceled if you give it power, like. If somebody's going to cancel me because of what, what I, I quoted a movie line from 1990, like, well, that's your burden to bear, buddy. I don't care. You know what I mean? So. But that's not to say that, you know, something shouldn't be canceled. But, like, whatever. It's just <laughs> walking away. <laughs> uh, funny times.
0: All right, well, leaving uh, old racist Disney movies in the past, uh, let's come yep. back to this question. Uh, so,
2: Corey, Corey, you're going bravely into the future? Got it, man. Final answer? That's, yeah, that's my final answer. Like, it's, it's, don't get me wrong. Like, it's, if the, it actually came down to it and it actually really had to happen, it would hurt and sting and I'd be absolutely bitter.
0: Well, that's the point of the question. It's not supposed to be something, you know? That's my answer, and that's simple. And uh, not, nothing about it hurts my feelings or make gives me
2: conflict but about- yeah definitely conflict lots of conflict but you know what again a nice chunk of change in my pocket then uh get to enjoy future star wars for 44 years but what if Minimum. you don't Minimum. what
0: if you don't enjoy it what if, or you're like that's eh, good but
2: hey
0: i rolled the dice you know it is what it is all right you're out done carlos What wh- what are you doing
3: man it's really hard man it's it's very difficult because the, if you would have told me pre-2012, like pre-Disney, post-Disney, or even even Disney Plus, it's still it's still harder because some of my favorite stuff happens between between the two eras. Um I'd have to keep the past. And just not watch anymore.
0: You know, I'm, I'm with you. And it's weird because you and I both come to, from the same place story-wise where we don't want the, really the nostalgia as part of the story. Mm. Like, let's plow ahead. If I, I, I'm fine with nostalgia when you want to put it into the collecting thing. I love the vintage collection. It gives me that itch. Or it scratches that itch. But in the stories, I want something new. But in this case, I think I could, like, there's enough with the movies and Clone Wars and Rebels and the comics and all the novels, many of which I've not read, there's still enough for me to live on. And you know, just three movies sustained me for the first 20 plus years of my life. You know, like, that was the soul food for me. And so I think uh, I, I think I could live off what I have for like the forty four years of content, I think I could live on that. Still be happy with it. Still find avenues of, of collecting that I never even touched.
2: You're such a liar.
0: <laughs> but and but, and here's the other thing. This, I guess this is the advantage of having thought of the question and,
2: and thought about it myself. There's no way you'd live another forty four years <laughs> if you chose that. That one. Okay. Like, oh, we just got the best Star Wars content ever! It's so good, you wouldn't believe it until you see it. Uh, uh, but you can't. But I
0: can't. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna go watch Empire Strikes Back again. Poor me. Yeah, well, that's that. That for <laughs> well, me, that's just what it the is. Movie.
2: In, you can watch the movie in your head.
3: Like for me, for me, that's what it is. It's like New Hope, Empire, Revenge of the Sith.
0: Rogue One. Like they're timeless to me. These movies don't age.
3: Yeah, man. It's just those. Those are like I said. If you would have put the, the 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 2012 thing as, as the the, the switch over, like you know, pre Disney, post Disney, it becomes a little harder because Rogue One is, is still. And I could always remember the other the other stuff, and then I have the Mando in there, and I have Obi Wan and Cassian Andor show.
2: That's it. There's Rebels, Clone Wars. That 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 sucks. Like that sucks to give up.
3: Yeah, it's tough, man. It's it's really hard. Like, but but at the same time, it's like if I have to, I've I've been forced in my life to have to move on when I wasn't ready to. Uh, without getting into into like crazy detail, but like you just do it, man. Like you just, you move forward and the, the memories and everything stays with you, um, you know, but you make the best of what you have now without counting on s- something coming to fill the void. Like I, I don't want to count on the future years of Star Wars uh, filling the void I have uh, from you know, erasing everything that I've that I've already enjoyed, so it's tough, man. Like it's really right tough. now. Right now, there's so many projects coming, but we kind of already like touched on it in this episode. Like Rangers of the New Republic. Like maybe that's going to get nixed, and and like maybe you uh, and McGregor uh, gets canceled, and then they they have to tank that whole series <laughs> and. You never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, and I'm okay with what we have. Like I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what we have. Like, and I don't want to be forced to get rid of all my, all the the the, this collection of Lego Star Wars stuff that I've had to curate over over the last. Let's be honest. It's 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 been it's only been like three years, four years maybe that I'm really getting deep into it. Um, but I'm, I can honestly say that I'm quite happy with my collection. Like I'm not missing much other than what's potentially going to come in the future, but am I going to bet everything I have now for what they're going to give me later? No. Yeah. I I don't, I don't think I would do that. And, um, I would have to, I would have to keep everything up until, uh, and you made it easy for me by going all the way to 2021, I think. Like if I have to walk away now, it would be a lot easier than if, let's say you had, to, if you put the date on 2012. And I think we should have done 2012 considering we talked about the mind calendar earlier. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it, would have made it, diff- it would have made it a little more difficult for me, but. Um, yeah, no,
0: that would have been harder for sure. But also I liked, I liked the uh, 44 years. Yeah, to the day yeah, yeah. And 44 years ahead. And, and that's just it, like, the, the stuff that comes over the next 44 years, there's two things, like, like you said, Carlos, you gotta hope that what comes comes anywhere close to as good as what we already have, which is a But that's the order. thing,
2: you guys need to consider, too, is that what we already have, you guys have consumed endlessly. You've already had it. Like, it'd be nice, okay, can we, can we like put, like, a little clause here? Like, can you possibly, before having to say good- goodbye, you get to rewatch everything once? They like, say so you get to OT one more time. Like you know, you get to really enjoy it and do it up one last time. Watch the entire Clone Wars, everything. I'd you know, I'd just... give you
0: like a week to watch what you want to watch. Okay, there you go. That's fair enough. You still have to go to work. You don't get to stay home for a week and watch it. You, you, you got to fit it in your schedule, Corey. Come on, don't get greedy here. Wait,
2: this is worth taking a week off work.
0: No. <laughs> You you go to work. You're going to work. Your work needs no. you. You got to move that freight. The freight priorities. has to move. The freight priorities. has to move.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? When it comes to saying goodbye to Star Wars, if people can't understand that. <laughs> then you know.
0: And and you, and the the other thing is, as you, as we get older, we're gonna care less. Don't tell me you you won't. When you hit 70, 75, yeah, you probably still have some interest. You're not going to care about it the same way you do as we do today or 10 years ago. Don't tell me that it's, oh, I'm going to be oh. almost there, man. Why, why would you say that? We don't know. You're going to be more concerned with like, your ailing back and like health concerns. and there's There's going to be way more stuff. You're not going to be into Star Wars 30 years from now the same way you are now you're gonna love it I'm not saying that but I'm saying it's gonna have a different it's gonna be an what are you trying to
2: say to me man you know we're not gonna be doing the podcast anymore
0: <laughs> oh I can guarantee you that in 30 years we will not be doing this podcast
2: <laughs> sorry. seriously
0: sorry seriously a hundred percent if we are doing this 30 years from now things have gone completely wrong for me
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm not, I, I I hope it doesn't come off as insulting. But yeah, if I'm still behind a mic 30 years from now once a week talking about Star Wars, you know, first of all, I'm going to be sitting on this on a two-layer hemorrhoid ring, you know, and and that's going to be one I can't go sit in the movie theater my hemorrhoids are acting up. No. No. You you're not you're going to be looking at getting rid of your collection, divesting yourself of all this stuff. Yeah, you're going to watch the movie. But who knows how we get to consume these movies 30 years from now? Yeah, they're probably piped right into your brain. You get to be a
2: part of the movie.
0: But who knows? Like, th- maybe an asteroid comes. And
3: and now the movie industry is is, is it over. It was 44 years, Carlos. Guaranteed. Oh, it was guaranteed part of the question? No asteroids? No, no astro- asteroids? No,
0: no asteroids. We'll play it straight up. No asteroids. Mm. But you are going to get older. You're gonna to go to the. You, don't lie. You're part, not of me, going part of me. Part of me to the theater wants to 80 be 80 years old on opening night. No, you're not. Part of me Dude, wants. You know to, I don't. Can. I, don't can I talk? Sorry. Part of me. <laughs> part of me
3: almost wants to say, "Uh, I'll take it just for the guaranteed 44 years of life." <laughs>
0: That, that's a that's a good leveraging of you know to, to yeah get.
2: seriously that's a good way to look at it man that's a really good way to look at it honestly anything can happen between then and and then but my buddy because you know, that, because
3: it would also have to mean it's the ideal situation where I'm cognitively able to actually enjoy these movies so my brain still works my body still works um and 44 years is longer than I've already been on this earth. So, I take it. I, I don't know, man. I changed my answer now.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's a good loophole. I like that way of looking at it.
0: Because I'll still have the memories. I'll still remember lies, deception, and well, and that's it, Carlos. That is that is an important point. Like you said, like if you can guarantee yourself sort of the uh, the cognitive and the good health to still be able to enjoy this stuff forty four years from now. All right. If you want to, if you want to use that to to kind of grant yourself that health, I didn't build a clause not to. So hey, I guess power to you.
3: Yeah, it took me a while. That's uh, you know, you sneak up on me with a with a question like that. Like I, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna I'm gonna need some time to think it through properly. You know, <laughs> because what's the bigger thing? Is it is it the Star Wars thing or is it the forty four years? You know, and if I was twenty. It would be a different question, you know, but seeing as how I'm, I'm this far along and you're giving me more than I've already had, like,
2: yeah, yeah, I agree.
3: I'll go to 85, 86. Like I'll do
2: it. That's smart.
0: Yeah. Where'd that take me? Yeah, that take me to, yeah. That took me to 87 years old. That's, that's a, that's a good run.
2: That's a good run.
0: But like you said, it's, no one says, I, I, I guess if, if you're guaranteeing yourself the health in the process, but maybe you won't be healthy. Hmm. Shut up!
3: <laughs> Why don't you go kill another lobster, Corey?
0: Well, oh, this this
2: is the thing. you <laughs> have seen this before. Christ, I get it. We get old, dude. I'm feeling it pretty hard, man. Like you know, I work really hard around here. Like I said before, digging dirt and digging holes and all that crap. Like it gets, it hurts. But one of my buddies, my best friend, actually, he's like. You know, like, uh, we used to go to the movies all the time. It was like a weekly event. We didn't care what was playing. We just wanted to get out there, get to the cinema and, you know, just go see the crappiest movie there was. Who cared? We are just out and we were going to see a movie. and It was great. But now I'm like, he's like, he's like, I can't go to the movies, man. He's like, maybe Star Wars? He's like, that's pretty much it, man. Like, you won't go to a Marvel movie? He's like, he's like, I, I can't. He's like, he basically, he's like, my knees, man. My knees get so sore. I'm like, you're my age. Like, i I can't i i am so sore and decrepit and like broken like i'm in so much pain all the time too you know but like i can't imagine not being able to like say like i can't sit through a a cinematic movie in a theater for so
0: are are you saying you're better than your friend because you're willing to suffer through a movie is that what you're saying
2: yeah but but what i'm saying is is it really (laughs) suffering you know what I mean? Like, are you guys in that much pain sitting in a movie theater? The most uncomfortable thing about a movie theater is having to sit beside strangers so closely. Like, other than that, I'm pretty okay. There's a lot of leg space. Uh,
0: I don't know. I'm just Well, not look, to judge I'm sitting here, here at my computer
3: pain. right now and my right leg fell asleep. So, you know, <laughs> things happen, you know?
2: I get it. And as we get older, it's only going to get worse. But, I mean... I, I have to say, like, same thing. I've, I've been in com- uncomfortable in a theater, but not to the point where I'm like, this is ruining my experience.
0: Hmm. All right, let's 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 check back in 30 years, Corey. You know what? I'll keep the podcast around until uh, 2040 or 2050 just to see how you're
2: feeling. 2050, book it. <laughs> That's a lie. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Just like the Habs are supposed to come back in, what, two years now? Or no, the expos. Sorry, we'll see. It's too late now.
3: Yeah, we need me to save them from that from that place. <laughs> Let's get them out of there. Sorry, everybody who's from that place. <laughs> but yeah, they they gotta go
2: from the place
3: from that place to this place.
0: Okay, well, um, (laughs) yeah. All right, I think. uh, Hashtag save the race. I think we're done for this week. I am curious to see if anybody's going to answer us and uh, with how much conviction they will give us
2: their answer. Be honest, everybody. We found out that Kyle's dead inside and Carlos was almost dead inside, but decided to go forward. Yeah.
3: Hey, listen, I reserve the right to change my mind. Okay.
2: It's over now. You're locked in now.
0: So Corey, when, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to buy your Mando helmet off. You okay? Yeah, sure.
2: How much did you buy the black series pole diamond helmet? Dude, man, I didn't. And you know what? The worst part is Carlos. There was was two of them left. It was on special 40 bucks. I know I should have got it. I'm such a moron. I saw, I saw it for 40 bucks at Toys Us. It was Christmas. I think it was possibly Christmas Eve. And I was like, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wanted to it. buy, I wanted to buy one for you for, uh, our Christmas exchange thing, but I got you something else that was cool, or I'd already bought you something, but that helmet at 40 bucks. It was one of those things where I was like, no, one's buying it. Like I'll definitely come back next Thursday and it's going to be here. And it wasn't. Yeah. That hurt though. That that's a cool. That's a cool helmet. But I did buy the Mando helmet. Oh. How much you gonna give me for that, Kyle?
0: Well, I'll, I'll think about it. I got time.
2: <laughs> yeah, think about it long and hard. That's what she said.
0: <laughs> well, that's it for this week, everybody. If you want to catch up with any of us, uh, you can find us all in that uh, there, Tumbling Saber Facebook group, which we invite you to join. And if you want to be part of the podcast and you want to send us a Would You Rather, you can send that to tumblingsaber at gmail.com and we will get it into an upcoming episode of the podcast. Uh, and that, my friends, is going to do it for this week. Guys, how can we uh, get in touch with you on social media in the interim until we're back? Carlos, where are you at?
3: I am at C Candido Music on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you could uh, check me out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Carlos Creates or CarlosCandido.com.
2: Corey? Well, let me tell you guys, you can find me at Chop Rules with a Z on the Twitter machine. It's pretty much about it. Other than that, the. Uh... Hit me up on my DMs anytime. I'm always willing to talk there, and uh, got the close, cozy, comfy Facebook group, which uh, Kyle will tell you about. So cozy and comfy that Corey never shows up. <laughs> I'm there. I'm lurking. I'm creeping in the shadows. Rick and Nathan know. <laughs> <laughs> A cockaroo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, guys, that's going to do it for this week. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Let us know what you think, and we'll try and do better next time. And until then, everybody, stay safe, and may the force be with you. Sitting
1: here for hours, looking at that shell. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me circles getting wider it's harder just to see